0: Comics, episode 154. Uh, we are live and in person. This is drink tingling around. Brooks is making some uh, last-minute adjustments to the room here. Making a happen. cheers me with his drink as well. Ding. Ding. Classy cheers. Welcome, everybody, to episode 154. Um, we've got a jam-packed episode, so let's get into it. And I would say the first bit of follow-up that is super exciting for everyone involved, of every nerd everywhere, is that as we predicted... Um, Disney has upped their bid to buy Fox's assets, squeezing Comcast out of the deal. Where'd they find the money? Uh, Maybe with all the success (laughs) of the cinematic universe.
1: Where'd they find the money? That's the thing.
0: (laughs) So they've raised their bid to $71 billion, uh, a mix of cash and stock, whereas the previous one was all stock, and uh, Comcast's bid was all cash at the time. Uh, And I think, the last I read, they've actually signed this merger... So it looks like Comcast's uh, hopes and dreams are finally dashed and done forever.
1: Two sound bites I like from that. One, all cash, all the time. I just like that as as a thing. Also, $71 billion. I can't even imagine a million for myself. Is that bad?
0: No, a million. You're not, you're not a millionaire. One so why million. Would you? I, mean, I mean, I mean,
1: I'm 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 a struggling thousandaire.
0: And we're talking seventy one billion, billion dollars. Billion dollars.
1: But also, let's merge. I was actually talking to a friend of mine about this. Uh, it's great. It's wonderful. Uh, I'm 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 pleased and hopeful. But I also I feel like in our lifetime we're not going to see, you know, Wolverine strut across the stage with Cap.
0: In our lifetime, at least, not the Hugh Jackman. Perhaps, you know. Well. See, I was talking to someone with this about at work. Um, so, here's the thing. If they get the deal ironed up quick enough, Marvel and the MCU has been very good at satisfying the nerds everywhere with okay. little clues here and there. Okay, Easter eggs, so yes. Obviously, yes, they will reboot things and work them into the storyline, which will take many years and many phases. But... Couldn't you see an end credits, a small part in some film where they say, Hugh, here's $5, 10000000 million, much like uh, What's-His-Face, Robert Downey Jr. got to be in Spider-Man Homecoming Uh, for like 10 minutes of screen time to say, you know what, just come here. You don't even have to like... Get the claws out. Just yeah. So you're Logan. <laughs> you know, somebody right. walks into an abandoned store somewhere, and like there you are sitting, and people are going to be like, yes! <laughs> like I mean, it's I, well worth $10 I, million. Dollars.
1: I feel like the scene goes, we don't know what's happening. We walk into a random place. Someone slices their shawarma with one claw. And then we all cheer.
0: All right. Well, listen.
1: I've written the scene. That was <laughs> that was free. That was free. I'm not even a screenwriter. That's just that that's just that's that's how I feel.
0: Perhaps at the end of Avengers four. Okay. Well. Anyway. <laughs> but, but, but yes.
1: Listen. I, and I, I know people that are you know small government types and and whatever who are annoyed by the idea of a, of a, a monopoly.
0: Mm-hmm. But I
1: I don't care in this case. Yeah. Make it happen. Merge, it is what it is. Merge them. Okay.
0: Yeah. Moving on. Uh, moving on. Now there's word that we've talked a few times about Runaways in the past, which I don't think you've watched any of yet. I don't have Hulu. But they are Somebody already, will not share their password. All you got to do is ask. They are already filming a season two. So this is, you know, full full steam ahead. It got rave reviews the first season. I thought it was very, very well done. And then this also leads me into Cloak and Dagger, which is on Freeform. We've discussed. Um, I watched season four uh, episode four yesterday, so I'm fully caught up. And I still want to see these things merge. And here's what I will say. So the Freeform is a Disney ABC channel. used to be ABC Family. Yes. Disney buying Fox gives them, in that, one of the assets is 31% of Hulu on top of what they already own. Okay. So they will have controlling stake of Hulu. Which means So now it is perfectly set up. They own Hulu. They own Freeform. Merger happening. Clapping. killing it. They they have interacted many times together. is what I'm saying, and both these shows have similar sort of themes and styles. Let's make it happen.
1: Okay. Well, again, I, I love a crossover. I always did. Even as a child, I loved it when, you know, certain characters from one show
0: would, you know, show up to the other. I like that. Do you love it? I I mean, I want more of it. <laughs> uh, that also leads to we didn't mention it last week. We probably should have. But Luke Cage season two debuted on uh, Netflix, so that came out. Friday at midnight.
1: Yep. Anything?
0: I have not watched it yet. Yeah. Yeah, I've been busy watching some other stuff. I've been traveling. Yeah. Um, I do. We do have one friend that's been texting me. He's already watched the entire season. He says it's he dubs Luke Cage as the best series of the Marvel Netflix show. That is not true. I Stan Pat was Jessica Jones uh, season one uh, is the number one. Yeah, me too. I did enjoy the first Luke Cage. I liked it more than Iron Fist. I liked it more than Every, Defenders.
1: You know, actually, there was a... I, I, I hate to keep giving credence to these. There was a comic book resources top 25 uh, mcu tv series ranked right uh-huh. clearly bottoming out was iron man iron fist iron, fist. iron man i'll, I'll watch <laughs> it as well but anyway yes uh and and things like um defenders middle of the pack but jessica jones i want to say season one might have been number one it was very good so anyway, it was very good was and then there's
0: always respect for the first daredevil being the first one uh Takes you know it yeah it was very good so yeah Jessica Jones, Daredevil, are up there. I did like the Luke Cage. So, you listen, I'm excited to watch season two, and I'll I'll get right on it. So you
1: got Ryan follow up in here. I only I, I I'm so curious because your brother is a unofficial third person on the show. What's happening? What, uh, what, so what, what did he What did he do?
0: He was just listening to I, I believe it was last week's episode. Oh no! And he did not uh, call anything out in particular, other than to say uh, to give the idea of I was listening to the latest couple of shows. I think you guys should debate a comic book creator, Mount Rushmore. <laughs> which, to which I said, good idea, though for me, all time would be harder to speak to, because I've only been really actively reading for like the last 10 years, sure. 8 10 years. Sure, at
1: best, yes. Um, no offense.
0: You know, so if if we capped it off for the last 10 years, you know, I could speak to a lot more of that. And he said, well, I got the idea when you guys were talking about Gail Simone, I was trying to decide if she would be in a Creator Hall of Fame, so maybe you could expand it to that, and it would give you more room, it could always be revisited. Okay. To which I said, good idea. So, you so could this- either... Kick that off now, or save it for a bigger topic in a in a future episode. I feel
1: like I feel like that something as large as that, something as high impact, is is not worthy of a uh, off the top of my head kind of thing. We should, <laughs> we, should, we should we should we should bring this up next week.
0: All right, but I will say to put you on the spot, as you have been reading comics for much longer I and have, know more about. I you do. know People that have been around for a longer time. Certainly. Who would you put on your Mount Rushmore? Four people. Four people. I just said I didn't want to do this, and you're making me do this. Well, that should be. I mean. you're or do you do you do the customary just like oh
1: you know Stanley Jack no, Kirby no, no 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 okay I would say given what you just asked me to do I would say uh, shoot uh, Jim Lee that's my childhood speaking here Rick Remender people I would follow around I've picked four. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just thinking, like, who, when I hear they have a title launching, that I feel like I'm in this. Um, Tom King.
0: Put a nugget in that one for later in the show.
1: Yes, and you know what? For, you know what? Chits and Grins, Matthew Rosenberg. For the moment. For the I and mean, you, made, you made me quickly, like, who who would I?
0: That's history be damned. All right. Well, then, since you kind of kept it recent, I'll put myself on the spot for a four. And we'll discuss, like, a Hall of Fame later. And maybe we create our own little Hall of Fame. Anyways... I guess my four right now, uh Brian K. Vaughn. Oh, geez, see? That's that's what I'm saying. Kevin. Um Yeah, I mean Tom King. Obviously reading a lot of all of his stuff. Um Oh like
1: uh, Who just left Marvel for DC?
0: Brian Michael Bendis. Yes.
1: Fantastic.
0: Yeah. Bendis is up there. Uh Rosenberg teeters on that thing, I, I, I would say, for me. you got someone like Lemire. We typically, whether or not we read, we end up reading all of his stuff to the very end. There have been a lot of his books that sure, have okay. resonated with us. Fine, fine. So anyways, you know, there's four or five there. We'll discuss it in depth at a later time. I'm embarrassed by my quick choices. So uh,
1: Only because there's so many. There's yeah, too many comics. That's what I'm saying. Okay.
0: Mr. Miracle number one.
1: Okay, so the only reason I put this in here is I was, we love the book. Tom King just talked about him. Um, I browsed our local store as I'm home, as I'm one to do. Um, uh, I went in there only cause I wanted some apparel to put gym clothes in, hoping they would have, that, that's, <laughs> that, that's why I went in there. Cause I was like, ah, uh. um, 45 bucks, Mr. Miracle, behind the counter. Ooh. Number one. And do I got, you own it? I, Of course I do. Okay. I couldn't remember. I, I mean, I own my shit. I don't
0: buy print anymore, so I don't. Well, I,
1: I, I feel like if it's special and like, you know what, I, this is, this is worth my, Limited real estate given my apartment is 600 square feet. Um, let's do this. So, uh, I asked the dude who has worked there for a long, long time, certainly before the change of ownership and this and that. Uh, he was like, Yeah, it's been very popular. I was like, Honestly. I know, <laughs> yes. He goes, and and he, he did say, You know, it's probably closer to 35, but still, I'm like, To me, still, I paid four dollars and, and and worth it, and I, you know. You know, I even uh, we, we discussed even the paternity leave thing, where mm-hmm. it didn't happen for
0: a month. I'd, um, I'd buy it for 35 Well, I know where it is. All right. Well, and I know what price he's willing to negotiate, so maybe I'll offer 25 You probably can make
1: that happen. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not trying to, like, you know, make somebody eat their shirt, but also...
0: Yes, eat all of our shirts. Okay, cool. The Simpsons quote. All, right, all right. Leave me hanging. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's so many references. Uh, that's what I'm saying. So... Number one this week. We were a little short last week, coming into this week, so we landed on Regular Show. Twenty five years later, this is number one of six. Cartoon Network, Kaboom Comics. After the epic battle between Pops and Anti Pops, Mordecai Rigby and the rest of the park continued to live their lives. Now twenty five years later, Mordecai and Rigby had a lot to learn about how things never stayed the same. So this is a quick little read. Uh, for those that don't know, Regular Show, you know, Cartoon Network series, hundred. Oh. 100- 50 plus episodes it ended maybe like a year and a half ago um they did a little movie super popular show i've read a lot of the regular comic book um it was very good at being you know pretty much self-contained episodes so you know i thought this was interesting to see what they would do with them being older and it wasn't that very it wasn't, mm, uh, i
1: mean it was the same creators
0: i yeah, i meant to check uh, no i think they're different writers okay
1: so the one thing that they did that I recall from the show, and you watch it much more seriously than I ever did, is so random. Mm-hmm. Just, just like random stuff. We're doing, a, we're doing a typical thing, and next thing you know, this, this supernatural element comes in, and what? So, and, and it's, apparently it's one of six. That's that's the takeaway. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes. but also, where are we going with this? How could this stretch over six books? To me.
0: Yeah, I mean, it seems they came back with the the ice, and they could easily be good to go. But you know, they've which, gone we, back we, into their younger selves. So they give color on the ice thing. So yeah, they go off. There's a party at the park. Uh, since they're responsible adults, they they skip playing video games. They go to get ice for the party because it's it's out. When they go to get ice, they stumble down a road that leads them into basically basically another dimension where random things happen. They it meet sounds, some people. Sounds, yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. So they and they trade it all to go back to their younger selves. So when they come back, their kids aren't there, blah, blah, blah. Um, the one thing, and it's, it is typical of, of an episode, but the best thing about the episodes of a regular show is they're 15 minutes. Yes. You know, it knocks through. So so having this go out into six issues seems a little weird. Um, you easily could have knocked it out, tightened it out. There were a lot of panels where it was like, oh, swipe, we're, swipe, we're swipe, responsible swipe. adults now. I don't yeah. know how many times they said, well, but, now that but, we're but, responsible but, adults, and, we're not going to do this. And perfect husbands. Yeah, like come on come on we get it we get it we get it We get it. let's make it happen okay, moving on so okay. yeah i don't know why this is going to go out into six issues uh if you're a fan of regular show i would say stick to watching reruns of the episodes or read the the normal i don't know if they're done doing the normal comics of just regular show just read that
1: okay you, you're not missing anything i don't know you made me read this that's the main thing yeah to me that, that whatever review we give this it's your fault
0: well i'd probably give it like a c minus
1: c minus that
0: low yeah it wasn't very good. I enjoy the regular show, regular comics. So read those. This, you're not missing anything if you skip this. Okay. Well,
1: I would I would give it a, I was going to give it like a B, just because I'm like, because I'm not that invested in this whole thing. All right. Well, so, that's fair. Right, fair enough. Moving on. All right. Next
0: week, we've got two number ones. To I'm leave. excited about both of these. And I we backed into one, but go. First up, Multiple Man, number one of five. It says, Matthew Rosenberg and Andy McDonald bring multiple men back from the dead, sort of, maybe? A handful of people's favorite X-Men, Jamie Madrox, was alive for a while, then he was dead, now he's not. But he will be again if he doesn't kill himself trying to make sure he doesn't die. It makes sense when you read it, trust us. In his fight to not die, Jamie has stumbled across a threat even greater than his own death. Fixing it might make it worse. Can he save the world from himself? On top of all that, the X-Men are mad at him now, and a mysterious new group of foes is after him too. Can't tell you who they are, but they're pretty great. And this is by Matthew Rosenberg. Matthew Rosenberg, Andy McDonald.
1: I mean, I don't know her, but I mean, obviously. Is it her? You say Amy or Andy? Andy. Oh. Uh, Andy's a man, I bet.
0: I do know a young child named Andy that is a girl, but it could go either way, yeah. So Andy McDonald. The mystery of this book is it's like (laughs) layers, layers.
1: Uh, But I also like we... We're not into it, and then we were Charlie's Angels. Yes. Dynamite. Out of Dynamite, Charlie's
0: Angels, number one. The Angels are back, baby. The original Angels, Jill, Kelly, and Sabrina, travel back to the swinging 70s and revisit the butt-kicking, crime-fighting, mold-breaking lady detectives who took 70s TV by storm, ready to do the same to comics 40 years later. Break out your bell-bottoms, feather your hair, and jump back to an era of peanut farmer presidents, gargantuan gas guzzlers, and foxy female detectives for a globetrotting adventure that's simply too big and epic for the 70s era boob tube. Written by elderly Eisner winner and solicitation writing former superstar John Layman. That he wrote Chew, out of Image Comics. And with art by his scrappy but lovable youngster pal Joe Asma of Morning Glories. Yes, okay. This is one comic you don't dare to miss. I mean,
1: first of all, boob tube. But also, that sounds fun. I mean, the team is on point. Yeah, I was
0: simply going to reference it this week because of Joe Asma's been on the show before. We were fans of Morning Glories. I'm glad to see him doing something else. And then we stumbled into John Layman writing it. And sure.
1: But also, you raise a good point. We have not had a good interview on here in like a year. That's...
0: Probably more than longer than a year.
1: That's not right. We were on fire. We're more popular than ever. We got lazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, but lazy in this way, but not in other ways. I feel like I'm hardworking in other ways. This is
0: true. We have a successful career. <laughs> yeah. What else not we read this week? Uh, so, I took on another Comixology Original number one. Uh, to start. So this was called Ask for Mercy. This is, to, to summarize, action-packed artistically stunning dark fantasy story from Elephant Men creator Richard Starkings and breakout talent Abigail Jill Harding. Making her series debut, Ask for, Mar- Ask for Mercy is a World War II fantasy horror story in the tradition of John Carpenter's The Thing and Sandman. Mercy is snatched from her own place in time to join a team of monster hunters who are actually them. monsters themselves. Yeah. Together they have to take on a pantheon of hideous creatures summoned to our world by Nazi evil. This wasn't this wasn't that good. If the story seems all over the place, it's because it is. Well, Nazi evil, yeah. So you're in World War Two fantasy horror story. The creatures are summoned by Nazi evil. Like it was like, and I didn't read. Shame on me for not reading the summary before I dove in and started reading it. So you know, they quickly the story advances into her going into this other world and you know battling some of these monsters. And then one of the monsters starts speaking German. They started speaking German. They started talking about Nazis. I didn't know what the hell was going on. It was very weird. But now that I read the summary, okay, it makes a little sense. But still, the story was all over the place. The art was fine. It just, uh, you know, it's. I read the first issue. I did it that. I'm not that into it, but uh, I support others who might be into the fantasy, World War II Nazi uh, horror monster genre. Well, first of all, that is very niche. <laughs> and, uh, you know, listen, if you have a niche,
1: that sounds very great. I'm not usually into the Nazi stuff right there. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then uh, as as someone with uh, a quasi-German background. Nazis are no good. No good. Um, so
0: but th- moving on, uh, Runaways number 10. Runaways number 10. This was a continuation of the story of um, Carolina's girlfriend eating the cupcake that would make her be a child forever that, that Molly's friend Abigail had. Yes. So, you know, the whole story is figuring out what the hell just happened? How can they revert it? What do they need to do? Um, all while sort of Julian Carolina are wrestling with their relationship. Molly is, you know, at the same time trying to figure out if she wants to stay young forever. No. What her friendship with Abigail is gonna be like. Touch and go. Yeah. So just an action packed issue uh that, that dove into those things. We got a little background on Abigail getting the cupcake, and it was from Hella. Yeah. Um which yep. was it which is interesting. Was it Hella or no 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 Enchantress? Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's basically the issue, and I won't tell you how it resolved in case you haven't read it but yet. Do but do you
1: feel like, though, it was resolved too easily? I feel like this must come up. If, were the series to continue, and I feel like it might. This seems like it was like like quickly, we're taken care of. Quick. Yeah. That, that That's what I think. Okay. You have not weighed heavily into this, into your heart and your mind
0: Yeah, you know, and I don't know if there's going to be another... So it was Runaways, Best Friends Forever, Part 4, according to this one panel. So I don't know if there's going to be another part. Because clearly the relationship between Molly and Abigail has not sorted its way out. Okay. So I don't really care too much about Carolina's girlfriend. So maybe this will quickly dismiss of her a little bit. I don't know. Either way, I'm still a big fan of the book. This issue might have been a little hit or miss. Okay, fine.
1: Um, But you must realize that the power pack was a big deal. Back in the day, not a big deal. A medium, sure, a medium, that. a medium deal when you were like on your big wheel, okay, or shoveling snow. Yeah, I don't remember that. So. Okay, well, well, who would? <laughs> okay, so getting false number four.
0: I'm current as always. Yeah. So you know, this is the Jeff Lemire, Andrew Sorrentino book about the the town with the barn, uh, the old preacher pastor. Um, you know instantly when the new guy took over the old one had been murdered and may have done a murder himself, blah 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 so anyways the, this issue we get a lot more backstory cult like yeah, we get a lot more backstory of this cult of the sort of things they believe um you know what they feel what some of the people may feel might be happening with the with the barn and then um the ending you see the the our main character who has been collecting the clues. He's got someone that's going to be joining him now. And, you know, the the cop stumbles onto uh, something significant, perhaps, at the at the last panel. So, you know, a very good issue that continues some of the story along. And it's, you know, the art's fantastic. Jeff Lemire obviously can write. So, you know, it's still a, a very good book.
1: Loving this book. I do. I'm just saying. I, I put a song to it. Okay. I,
0: I, I really,
1: man, both of them. Great. This is the first one I read when it comes out. And I feel like they they keep. This is an obvious, stupid thing to say, but it recovers like someone's face on like property. Mm-hmm. What's happening there? I don't know. Man, I don't perhaps know. they're clues. Well, I mean, yes, I know this. That that <laughs> not, I just I, that's an obvious thing to say. But what is that deal? But I, I I mean, it's great. It really is wonderful.
0: And that was all I read. But you've got a couple others here. Can you? <laughs>
1: So I uh, read *Deadly Class 35 recommender. Um I mean this book is just so brutal and I I get more and more excited about the TV show coming out one of these days. Ooh. One
0: fine day. It's like 2019, right? I, I think, get- but I feel like early because they have already got some footage to show. That is true, so but, clearly it's right around the corner. But it's like
1: June 2018.
0: That's yeah, well, I mean, okay.
1: When, when we were having jetpacks one day and we heard the show back 2018, that was so legit. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, what's what uh, they keep saying 2018 for the Umbrella Academy. We have not seen any sort of teaser or anything like oh, that. So. But I, I do look forward to that show yeah. as well. Anyways.
1: So much TV. It's, oh, just, just, it's just so, so too many Too many shows. That's what I'm saying. Uh, and then, you know, for, for old times' sake, I read Adventures in X-Men Access. So this was a book that came out, um, well, speaking of recommender, a few years ago. This was post the AVX... Sitch and fighting and whatever, um, it involved the Red Skull uh, stealing the brain of Professor X and becoming super te- telepathically powerful and, you know, fucking shit up for people. Okay, so that was the book.
0: All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's Fair the, enough. that's the
1: basic what happened. Fair enough. So let's talk about um. You mentioned long ago, probably fifteen minutes. Brain on.
0: Yes. So he wrote a book that was what got me into comics, um, called "Why the Last Man." This has gone through potential movie adaptations, development hell, that's yeah. you say. TV show adaptations. It's finally landed at FX, you know, a year or two ago, where it's, they're actually moving forward. So any bit of news that comes out is is very exciting. But yes. the news this past week was that Academy Award winner Jodie Foster is reportedly in talks for a key role in FX's adaptation. So blah 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 blah. blah. Foster's in talks to play York's mother, Jennifer Brown. Jennifer, yes. A congresswoman from Ohio who after the plague became Secretary of the Interior. So this would be a big get, right? I mean, to me, sure. Yeah. So Jodie Foster potentially playing York's mother, which begs the question. Who's who playing are they eyeing for yeah, York? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The 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 main character here. York. What's the haps? What are we you know, who are we thinking for this? This is the important thing here. I mean, I'll do it for like fifty dollars. Yeah, that's fine. Um, just get some residuals on the back end. No, no I, I don't. I don't even need it. Yeah, well, I, have, I have. I have. Young, I, have young, I have a young face. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's exciting. Yes. If they're pegging somebody, that means they actually want to make the pilot. They actually, want to get this thing going. FX is. If I assume this would be on FXX when, mm. when it actually came out, they've produced some very good shows as of late. So, um, I would imagine that they're not even like hiring, you're probably looking like 2020 20 for this. Okay. Which is exciting that it's going to happen, but sad that it's still so far away. We so old. We could be dead by then.
1: Well, we could be tomorrow, but you're such an asshole. That this is <laughs> but yes,
0: that, that, that actually is, is quite exciting. Um, elsewhere, there's word that Ed Baker and Sean Phillips announced their first original graphic novel. So they are going to be writing something called My Heroes Have Always Been Junkies. According to the series' descriptions, ever since the death of her junkie mother... Ellie has been obsessed with famous drug addicts. Those tragic artists, artistic souls drawn to needles and pills have been her angels and idols. But when Ellie lands in an upscale rehab clinic where nothing is what it appears to be, she'll find another more dangerous romance and find out how easily drugs and murder go hand in hand. So I just thought this was cool. Brubaker and Phillips have done a lot of books together over the years. Um, Some that we've read. Fatal is one of the ones that that I read when it came out. Yeah. Yes. um, What's like criminal killer be killed. Clearly, they they work very well together. Um, so it's interesting to see them skip the ongoing format and just pump out a straight up graphic novel. So I think that's kind of exciting.
1: Okay, well, sure. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, I hate to be <laughs> underwhelming, but yes, I enjoy their work as well. But but sure, okay.
0: Um, so I don't know that we've really talked much about how DC is launching their own streaming service. We have
1: here and there. Okay.
0: So over, do we, do we care though? Do you really care? Well, it depends on what some of the TV shows are. So they they have announced uh, quite a bit, you know, over over a while, but it's it's weird. All they announce is just the logo and the fact that they are making the shows. Um and I'm trying to bring it up as we we're talking. Um, but one of them right now is they, they have mentioned that they're going to make a Doom Patrol TV show. Okay. Which is interesting to me, One because I have i enjoyed the new remake of it. You know, it's fun characters. It's, it's very different. I think you could do a cool TV show out of this if done well. Uh, and just a report came out that Kelsey Grammer is wanted for... To play who? Uh, it just says as a key character. Alfred? Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, stream, a new streaming service... It, you know, Kelsey Grammer's a big name. Yes. Sure, yeah. make it... Out. Fraser. You know it. You know his name. You know it. You yeah. love it. Yeah, right. Fraser, Simpsons. Oh, sideshow. <laughs> See? Uh, so, yeah, and I'm trying to bring up what else they had planned, but I know there's like a Teen Titans TV series, Doom Patrol... Uh it's gonna be called DC Universe. They've got like Swamp Thing,
1: About like that. Titans. Okay with that. Um Are the Teen Titans and the Titans different?
0: Yes, I believe so. Okay, well I thought you would know. I believe so, because there was a Titans mm-hmm. book and a Teen Titans book, so they were different. Yes. The madam, is
1: yes. madam, your children are no more than a, <laughs> a pair of <laughs> troublemakers. Even Lisa? Especially, especially Lisa. Lisa. But especially Bud. Anyway. The bot, the
0: <laughs> no, it's German for <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the last bit of news here, and this is equal parts exciting and scary for the two of us who read Little DC, Zero Superman. Okay, uh, but Play it out. there's Tom King and Andy Kubert team for a 12 part Superman story. God. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is like.
1: Did you, did you ever do CrossFit in your life? Ever? Uh, no. So you would you 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 log in and you see like what they're gonna do for the day, and it'll be like uh, tire rolls or whatever it is. I've done a, a handful of times, and you're like, I don't want to do this, but I sign on for this. Okay. Same thing. So in this case, Tom King, fantastic. Yes, and, and also not somebody that frankly, sorry Jeff Lemire, who is very very choosy. And when he does, mm-hmm. right? Andy Hubert, drawer of things, drawer of things. Since I was like in eighth grade, well, I got to read this. I, ha- I have to.
0: So here's the kicker on this. Here's more. So. My mom is. Uh, I'll put up her. <laughs> my inheritance <laughs> to make this book happen. Jesus. So, DC Comics had reached a deal with Walmart to distribute 100 page, oversized format issues spotlighting their marquee properties. So it included a lot of sort of a lot of sort of things. Uh, one of them was, um, and the third issue of this was going to be Superman Giant, which is an original story by King and Kubert, starring the Man of Steel. So, okay, fine. the first uh, issue of this is going to be in that. So it's the first of a planned twelve-part story in the upcoming tale titled "Up in the Sky." See, Superman searching the galaxy for a kidnapped girl as the Man of Tomorrow's interstellar search intensifies. He faces what lengths he is willing to go to save a single life. <sighs> okay, whatever. Okay, so not much, in my opinion. Yeah, um, so Superman Giant number three will feature the first chapter of King and Kubert's epic Superman story. is on sale this September for four ninety nine in select Walmart locations. Which <laughs> w- which locations? Do, do they say? It does not say. But also, will it be on Comixology? Please. I mean, you know, like a challenge. <laughs>
1: I see myself going not to many like Walmarts Are there in New I, York I, City? I feel like I feel like I'm going to be. A, in West Bergen, New Jersey, which is which I don't recommend, it's it's gross. I will be on Phillips Highway, yeah, equally like. I, <laughs> equally is I, gross. I, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. But again, the thing you haven't that, that I don't have is like um, an outwardly intimidating appearance. I, I, I no, I'm soft. All the, way, the
0: Terrys are soft people. But I, you've been scaling uh, rock
1: walls. I have been climbing the walls, rock climbing style burning forearms, loving the comics. All right. Okay, well... Listen,
0: if anybody can make Superman interesting, it's the two of them. I agree with that. So we're going to give it a shot. It will most likely in September, tune in September for the debut review of the first issue of this, I'm sure. And uh, it's scary but exciting.
1: (laughs) All right, everybody.
0: Uh, Happy to see you in public, by the way. Yeah, this is great. This is so great. Let's do it more often. Uh, Until next week, toomanycomics.com.